Many a times we allow the influence from the world come and mutilate our Christian consecration. And one of the ways it happens is when we begin to crave in our hearts to be appreciated for being Christians. And whether we like it or not, it has crept into the church in such a way that there are things we do which we need to be very careful about. When they begin to thank you for the sacrifices you are doing for God in the church in such a way that it becomes like a, a model, like a standard. All in the name they give to different kind of names. And you are called forth to be appreciated and celebrated. It sounds nice. It sounds very nice. We feel good about it. But is that what God wants? Is that what God wants? You know? And it's an increasing measure. It's an increasing measure. And that's what Jesus is trying to address here. When a servant does his job, he has done, he has done his, his job. He says we should just simply say we are what? Unworthy servants. We have done only what was commanded us to do. And Jesus is so much interested in allowing our blessing to come from God and not from men. To the degree to which he even says, don't even allow them to know what you are doing. He said, if you fast, do not put up a, an ugly face to know you are fasting. He didn't say anything, but your face shows you are fasting. So that you'll not be seen by men. You think when you fast, apply oil on your face. So that your only your heavenly father will know that you are fasting. And he who sees it will reward you. So we need to be very careful. Even sometimes when it comes to us as priests, you need to be very careful. That's the hard part of it. We get carried away by the euphoria of being celebrated. Oh, they're appreciating you. Oh, they're celebrating you. Who am I? You know? Uh -huh. And sometimes it has become a means of trying to raise funds and all kinds of things. They rob your ego. Hmm? <laughs> they massage your ego, celebrate you so you can bring more. It's no longer by faith. It's no longer based on your love for God and sacrifice. Do you need to be massaged for you to love your God? Praise the Lord. Do you need to be massaged to love your God? No. It should be born of conviction. It should be born of your faith and your love for God. So sometimes you go to parishes, you see all kinds of um, a program being organized, they are giving people and recognizing people, and they are giving us names, different kind of names. And they even give you special names. That sometimes if you look if you look well and look at the name and look at yourself, 
you will say, do I really deserve this name they are giving me? <laughs> and whether we like it or not, these are the things that corrupt our faith and demean the glory of God upon our lives. Taking it further in the first reading, you see Paul addressing each group in the church. Titus, teach what befits sound doctrine. Our lives as Christians should be governed by sound doctrine. It doesn't matter how we feel about it. That's one of the areas the Lord has dealt with me so much. Then it is inconsequential what you feel. But this is what I'm asking you to do. This is my demand from you. I said, at least, why, can, why not demand what I like sometimes? He said, because what you like sometimes is corrupt already. That's why you have to deny yourself. That self, there's, a, there's an idol inside of us called what? S-E-L-F. That seeks to be worshipped. That tries to make this choice outside the boundaries of grace. That influences our ideology and the way we think about ourselves. And the devil invests in it so much and begins to cripple your soul. Give the old man to be temperate. Be temperate, meaning self-controlled man. Be self-controlled. Let them be serious with their faith. Let them be serious with their faith. Don't just make everything look ordinary. Trivialize your Christian faith. It doesn't make sense to you because it doesn't catch your logic. It doesn't catch the way you think. So, no. It's not meant for us. Children can be going. You know? Make trivialize, make it easy. And that's why sometimes when you organize spiritual programs, most older men in church don't really attend. You go to parish for a big program, maybe they're having a, a retreat. But on Sunday, see them. They will all show up. But for the program, you see only maybe women and children and all that. Because they're not serious with their faith. It's a sickness. Be sensible. That means to be sensitive. Sensitive to the things of the spirit. Be sensitive. Sound in faith. Be sound in faith. For what to be sound in faith, it means the person be sound in the word of God. That means you are economically the word of God. You understand the gospel. You understand the message. The message is clear to you. You know what God is saying. You're not bereaved of relevant knowledge. You're not bankrupt of understanding that governs your life. That's what Paul is talking to here. Talking about here in this advice is given. Be steadfast. That means be consistent. You know there are some Christians, they're not consistent. They are up, oh, oh, they go down again. All of a sudden, they boat out. This moon, they come back again. They are never consistent. When the tide is high, they show up. When the tide is low, they disappear. And how does, what, what and what controls that? When things are good, oh, they are in church. When the pressure is so much, pressure from, you know, things about life. Oh, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. They are trying to measure up. They are not steadfast. They're not consistent. And that's how the devil study them. And when you push them, push them that way and see that only when things are good, they come to church. When things are bad, they abandon God. Then the devil will plan very well. The time he's going to strike will be that time when they are off God. 
It's a tactics. Be the other women likewise to be reverent in behavior. That means mix your life with some sense of holiness. Some sense of holiness. There should be, there should be some level of holiness. Be, be, be cautious of who you are. Not to be slanderous. You know, women, you know, we know that our power is in our mouth. We can't box, eh, but they use their mouth and box you. You have to bandage the wood for, for weeks. Or slaves to drink. Have you met women who drink? Eh? Oh, it's a serious matter. There are not many of them, but if you meet one that can really, really drink, they are, they are machines. They will teach you. He says, they are to teach what is good and to so train the young women to love their husbands and children. You have heard enough of this. Don't they retreat? And all that has to do with family. And be submissive to their husbands that the word of God may not be what discredited. That one touched me. Do you know you can make the word of God null and void in your life? You can hear the word of God that should bless you, that should stir up supernatural energy that will open doors for you, that will protect you, that will preserve you, that will sustain your peace and joy, but by your action, you can render it inactive. You can deactivate that energy. You can make it not to have effect in your life. And good things that should come your way by your deliberate choice and action, you, 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 you scatter it if you like. Yes. That is why you see that those of them who are also in the diabolical world, there are things they will not do. They will tell you no. Okay? They will tell you, this, I forbid this in our system. We cannot do this. If we do this, we will violate the powers that has to do with this. I was discussing with some people yesterday concerning my village because there was some crisis that came up there. You know, some unknown government were coming to my place and terrorizing the people. So eventually, they went to my former parish where I worked many years ago in Ibaji. They are very known to be powerful when it comes to charm making and all that. So they went and invited some of them from there who could stand you know, raise of bullets. So they came and they, eventually they stayed in my place and these guys came and they really killed them. This is a known government. They killed them. They were shooting these guys and nothing would enter them. But these guys were shooting them and they were all dying. Now, I was now asking, how are you coping with these people who probably cannot enter? They said nobody cooks for them. They cook their meals themselves. They don't talk anyhow. They said if they eat the food that a woman cooks, that power cannot operate again. Can you imagine? When that spirit tells them don't talk, they will not talk. If the devil will have his own rules that way, how much more the God will serve. And they will obey it to the last. They sustain it because they know that there are things I can do that will nullify that power, that, in, that supernatural evil power that preserves them. They know there are things that will sustain, the energy will be there. In our own case as Christians, what the quorum I will sustain in our times, we do everything and say expect God and expect the energy. 
the grace to be there. You see the point? And so, we must be open to the demand of the Spirit. And focus on living little sacrifices that will help us in our journey as Christians to be happy, to be preserved, to fulfill our destiny. The Bible says God cannot ask us to do what is too much for us. What is asking is not too much. It's a simple discipline. As the Lord lays in our heart, may we yield. And so we pray at this Mass. And as the Lord has ministered to us again his word, and he's going to give us himself again the Eucharist, and we sustain some level of sensitivity and moderate, you know, uh, discipline in living out our lives every day, irrespective of the pressure that comes from the world, irrespective of the pressure that comes from offenses and all forms of distractions that come our way. May God bless you, Lord, in the house of Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.